Welcome to The Lorraine Murphy Show. I'm a mentor, four times author, leader of my Bold Darling Mastermind for female entrepreneurs, retreat host, and I've gotten to host this podcast for five years. As with all of my work, this show is to serve female entrepreneurs who want to optimize their energy and their mindsets in order to build the businesses and lives of their dreams. I've walked this entrepreneurial path for 11 years now, and I can tell you that there is a way to have a business you love and still have the space and time for all the other parts of your life that make you, you. Whether your number one priority right now is to scale your business, upgrade your finances, rediscover yourself, find more energy, get more organized, reconnect with yourself, or build a life and or business that's more aligned for you, or all of the above, I am here as your guide on the show to help you make it a reality. Listen in on my dulcet Irish tones as I share tales from the front line of my business and mentoring, behind the scenes insights on how I'm approaching life and business, and speak with brilliant expert guests. Search The Lorraine Murphy Show wherever you get your podcasts. A new episode drops every Friday. Subscribe to make sure you always catch the freshest episodes. Let's dive in to this week's show. Hello and welcome to the first 2024 episode of the Lorraine Murphy Show. I hope you had a beautiful, beautiful Christmas and have had a wonderful start to the new year as well. I'm recording this episode in my parents' spare room. I've just been for a walk with my mom in the forest near their house. We've been back in Ireland for Christmas after leaving Spain just before Christmas. And I was actually meant to record this episode yesterday. I was going to do it last night because we're staying with my sister and her husband and three kids here in Dublin. And I realized that there was a child in every room. (laughs) So we spread the children across four bedrooms last night. So yes, I went for a walk with my mom in the forest and I took the opportunity of having a child-free house to pop into their spare room and record this episode for you before we get on the plane tomorrow and head back to Sydney to start the the next chapter of our family and business life back in Australia. So I wanted to share with you today a sneak peek at my goals for this year. But before I do, just a quick reminder of a few things coming up in my business. First of all, if you haven't set your goals yet or you're not planning on doing so for another few days, I strongly, strongly suggest that you grab my goal setting and goal getting playbook, which is available right now. It is an absolute steal price for $29 and you get all of my goal setting templates in one spot. And you also get the audio mentoring pack, which has visualizations, which will really help you get the most out of the templates. And it's also got three pep talks to help you stay on track with your goals for 2024. So that's available right now for just $29. That is only until this Sunday, the 7th of January. So this is the process I have honed myself over, my God, the last decade now. And it's the best way to set your goals, I I have learned. So that's available right now. And I will pop a link in the show notes for you for that. And the second thing I want to remind you of is my Bold Brilliance Strategy Retreat, which is happening on the 13th and 14th of February. So if you want to start your business year with an absolute 
Rock it up your ass, Lorraine style. Uh, that's going to be with like-minded entrepreneurs over two days. I've got my brilliant seven-figure mentees coming in to talk about how they have scaled their businesses. And we've also got my wonderful friend and clinical hypnotherapist, Rachel Crether, hosting a visualization, a group visualization on how you can go meet your future self. I'll be talking about the business model that I advocate for, which enables you not just to make money, but also make time and space and energy for yourself. So it's going to be a really, really brilliant two days, hence the name Bold Brilliance. And that is happening, as I said, mid-February. And I'll pop a link in the show notes to that one as well. And the very last thing I want to tell you about is my Bali retreat. So if you haven't yet, listen back over my mini series in December, where I had a focus each week on a different element of my Bali retreat. I had the brilliant Claire Obeid, who's our spiritual guide on the retreat, come and join me for an episode. I also had the incredible Jimmy Doyle, who's my favorite healer in Bali, do an episode interview with me as well. So that is happening at the end of May 2024. And oh my God, I can say this year now, I'm so excited to create that opportunity for that group again. And spots are, are starting to fill up, which is super exciting as well. Okay. I want to tell you about my goals for this year. So a couple of reasons. <laughs> One, accountability for me. So it's pretty hard for me to record a podcast episode about my goals for the year and then not do anything about them for the whole year. So this is brilliant public accountability for me sharing these with you today. And it's also inspo for you, particularly if maybe you're kind of new to goal setting. It's not something that you have done before. I think it's always very helpful and instructive and, and inspirational to under, you know, to hear how other people are doing it and what, what do they consider a goal versus what do they not consider a goal. So that's the other reason. And also, I'm just nosy. I love asking people what their goals are for the year. So I wanted to, yeah, share a little sneak peek at my goals for this year. So how I got to these goals was Wade and I had a day before we left Spain where we, we set aside to purely focus on setting our goals together as a couple, but also individually as well. And... I used my own playbook. So I went to the local print shop where we lived in Spain and I got two copies of the playbook printed out. And that's what we worked through through the process. So I haven't finished my goal setting in terms of I haven't done the kind of nuts and bolts yet. I thought we would have a little bit of time here in Ireland to do that, but that has not materialized because it has been so full and busy and fun. So that's something that I will definitely be doing the first week back in Sydney next week. So I've set my goals. I'm very clear on my actual goals, which I'm going to give you a sneak peek at some of those today. However, I need to still like create my vision board and create my reading list for the year and diarize all the things that I already know are happening for the year as well. Just really, I've set up my work diaries set up for the whole year. So all my mentoring's booked in for the entire year. All my bold darling activities are booked in for the whole year. Retreats are booked in, but I want to just set up my personal diary as well. So what I'm going to take you through is a sneak peek. I won't talk to every single goal because this will be a very long episode, but I'll just give you the headlines. This is a very cash chatty episode. I'm not even recording with my usual podcast gear. I'm literally sitting cross-legged on the bed here recording this with my, my phone headphones. So yes, we are keeping it casual for the first episode of the year. Okay, so let me let me tick into my goals. So the first category for my goal setting is family. So my goals here are to really settle Lexi into school. So she's not going back to the school that she was in before we left Sydney. And we've chosen a new school for her because she was in Montessori, which was amazing for her. She was in more, I guess you would call it more like a traditional system in Spain in her international school there. And she has just, I think that's the more structure seems to really, really work for her. So we've picked a new school for her. So goal number one is to settle Lexi into school. 
and also settle Wilder into his daycare. So he's also going back to the daycare he was in before we left Australia. However, we would like to transition him into Montessori by the end of the year. So they're two big family goals. Another goal is to see my sister again this year. I'm really... (laughs) driving her crazy, pestering her, when am I going to see you again? When am I going to see you again? I hate saying goodbye to my family when I don't know when we're going to see each other again. Even if it's a year away, if you just know, it makes the goodbye so much easier, I have found after 17 years of of not living in Ireland. So big goal is to, yeah, either see my sister and her husband and kids or else have a plan to see them and by extension, my parents as well. Also want to reconnect with Wade's cousin who was living in far north Queensland. They've moved to Brisbane. So one of the goals is to have a really nice, you know, long weekend at least with them this year. Want to continue helping Lexi with her business. So she started a little kind of business within the family towards the end of last year. One of my big goals was to teach her about money and teach her about entrepreneurship. So we started quite softly, softly with that. She started a business helping mama and dada's problems go away because we're teaching her that the most successful businesses solve problems for other people. And a big problem we have is juicing our lemons every week for our morning lemon drink. So that's a job that she has. She got paid two euro. We'll have to do the currency conversion to Australian when we're back in Sydney. So she gets paid two euro for juicing the lemons for the week. And she gets paid, I think, two euro for doing the snack boxes for herself and Wilder. She has to keep an invoice and then she gives us our invoice on a Sunday. The invoices are so freaking cute. Like, oh my God. She's like, to Lexi from Dada, invoicing herself. And then she gets paid. And then obviously then trying to teach about how she manages that money, not going, you know, dropping it all into yeah, junk down the markets type thing. So want to continue that, but set it up, help her set it up more as a formal business. I'd love to do that. Want to have three family adventures, whether they're weekends away or really big fun day outs. And I would love to do another Lexi and Mama trip. So her and I obviously went to Paris last year. So we'd love to do that again with her and obviously start doing that with Wilder when he's older as well. So they're my family goals. I've got seven family goals. Home goals. So want to really find our our dream home. We want to move back to the suburb that we were in Sydney again and we'll be renting there. So really want to find our our, our dream home. So my dream home, again, public accountability, public manifestation, is a three bedroom plus study office and ideally having a separate office space. So like almost like a studio in the back garden or something like that, just to create that little bit of separation between work and home and just have max soundproofing (laughs) in my office as well. And just really beautifully decorated. Like I think because we knew we were moving to Spain, we didn't really make an effort to update things over the last kind of year or so that we were living in Sydney or more than that. So just really want to invest in getting some really beautiful things. Like even just having really nice glasses. Like I just want to have a very upgraded feeling in, in our home. And actually the only other goal I have around home is to have home help. Like I've been trying to crack this housekeeper support for a couple of years. We cracked it last year, which was great with our nanny, brilliant Karen, who came in and would like cook and fold away laundry and obviously look after the kids. We're going to have her one day a week again this year, but want more kind of daily help or almost daily help. So that's a big nut that I want to crack this year. So that's my home goals. So business goal, I've got a stretchy revenue target, which after, thankfully, uh, massively grateful for the growth this year and the bit last year in the business in 2023. That is within touching distance. I can see how I can get there and I want to get there. I've mapped it out. I know how to get there. Really want to crack that revenue target. And I want to have my marketing on fire. So I'm about to hire a marketing manager into the business. She's starting in late January. So really want to feel like marketing is just cranking, like we're on fire, very consistent, really excited about that goal and also daunted by that goal. 
I want to create, so I'm creating my Bold Brilliance event, which I've already touched on in today's episode, my two-day strategy retreat. That's my NPD. That's my new product development. Mm. (laughs) That's one of my two new product developments for 2024. I'm really excited with how the uptake has been to that already for that first event in February. And assuming that goes well, which I think it will, would love to host that another couple of times in 2024 as well. And I'm really seeing that, you know, if you've done any of my business planning workshops or masterclasses that I've hosted, or if you're part of Bold Darling, you will know that Ascension model, or you're one of my one-on-one mentees, you'll know that Ascension model is really, really key for me and my business. And as I shared in my business highs and lows episode at the end of last year, that Ascension model, like I can feel it working in my business. Like last year was the first year that I went, oh my God. So for me... The Bull Brilliance event is obviously a great cash flow. It's a great cash flow reason for doing that because it's in terms of, you know, the ticket price, the amount of people I want to have there, it's great. But also there's a strategic value. You know, it gives people a chance to come in and experience what my, my style is like, my mentoring, almost like a try before they buy. And then maybe then, my all going to plan. They will join Bold Darling. They will come on a retreat with me. Maybe they'll sign up to be a one-on-one mentee at some point as well. So I want to do a couple more of those Bold Brilliant events in 2024. I want to grow my Bold Darling VIP group. So hi, <laughs> I had a group. I had five people who've come and joined me in Bold Darling VIP, which is a new elevated level that I've created within my Bold Darling Mastermind. So would love to grow that to 15 people. And by the end of 2024, and I would love to bring a couple more women into my Magnificence program. And this was actually interesting. That was so my Magnificence program is in its second year this year, and I've got seven women coming in with me on that level, which is incredible. So excited to work with every single one of them. And so how I've always, well, last year was intending to this year, I've run it as a January to December commitment. But my coach pointed out in a couple of sessions ago, well, why don't you just have it as a rolling thing? Like, why couldn't someone just come in and join Magnificence program in March, for example? And I was like, oh my God, why couldn't they? Of course they could. So I'd love to bring two more women in on a Magnificence program level in the business throughout 2024. I really want to host a team retreat day. So again, if you listen to my business highs in those episodes, you'll know that I talked about how I've got a brilliant team. It's growing quite quickly, which is super exciting and really like grown-ups. Does that make sense? Like having people who are very incredibly capable, incredibly like taking the initiative around my business and really treat it like it's their own, which I'm incredibly grateful for. So a big goal for me this year in 2024 is to really foster the culture of that team and really help us knit together as a team. So really want to have a one day team retreat. So really, really excited for that. And oh God, this is the one I'm actually most intimidated by with my business goals. It's profile building. So I feel I used to invest very, very heavily in terms of time and energy in my profile. It was one of the key ways that I was able to grow my first business, how I grew it. And I feel like once I get into the second business, I kind of feel like I just dropped out of society, (laughs) if that makes sense. So I kept going with obviously my podcast, my Instagram, my emails, all that, but really did not make the effort to go to events, for example. I didn't attend conference, didn't put myself forward. I really, did I do any speaking last year? I don't think I did. I love speaking, but it just wasn't an area that I prioritized over the last few years. So I'm really feeling the pull to, okay, let's get back into society again. Like let's get, raise my visibility, raise the opportunity to meet new people, you know, to help them with their businesses and and for them to help me with mine. So really, really intimidated, but also excited to get back in the in the saddle almost. And I think, I mean, I'm sure quite a few of you listening as well, COVID kind of put a stop to any networking or connecting for quite a while. 
So maybe, again, this is where I like to share my goals because maybe it'll be a bit of a, a prod <laughs> for some of you listening to focus on your profile this year as well. So I've got some goals around that. I uh, want to do four paid speaking gigs this year, attend 10 events with a view to my own my own growth and my own networking. I want to be on five podcasts this year. Again, that's an area that I really have not focused on. And attend two conferences, like again, for my own professional and personal development. So there are my business goals. So that's interesting. I've only got seven business goals. Oh, oh, I've got one more. There's an eighth. And this is my other new product development, which I don't want to talk about yet. But this is something that I'll be focusing on for the second half of the year. So I've got eight business goals. And that's the least I think I've ever had. But obviously, for example, with my revenue stretch, that there's a whole host of things that need to happen in order to make that happen. So yeah, that is the business side of things. For filling my tank, this is another category within my goals. I want to have weekly, I will have, weekly tank filling time. So I've been kind of up and down on this over the years. I just want to bake it in. So Friday afternoons is going to be tank filling time. So that's an hour. So that's massage. It's fire infrared sauna. It's acupuncture, my kinesiology, just really booking those in for, for the year in advance or at least six months in advance. And I want to attend two retreats. So one of those, I want to be a business retreat. And one of them, I want to be more of a spiritual retreat. It's almost like the one that I did in Ibiza last year. So that's my intention there. And my third tank filling goal is to have quarterly thinking time. So again, this is something I used to be really good at. And I just, I think COVID again, just kind of threw a spanner in the works with this. I used to go away for a night every three months where I would review my previous quarter and plan my next one. Sometimes I would actually do two nights, normally went down to Bondi. So very, you know, staycation vibes. And I, again, yeah, just didn't, haven't done that for the last couple of years. So firmly want to put that back on the table because I know how potent that time is. And it's ironic because so many of my mentees do it now. (laughs) Why am I not doing my own thing again? So yeah, one to two nights away every quarter just to really think and plan and review and, and reflect. And my fourth tank filling goal is to create a meditation area again. So this was my favorite part of our house in Spain, where if you saw my Insta stories, I had a meditation area on the roof, this little covered area. And it was just like, even when I summon it to my mind's eye now, I just feel so peaceful and calm just thinking about that space. So that's the other reason I would like to have that separate office space, because I would also make a a corner of that, my meditation area as well. Loved having that. So that's my tank filling goals. For financial goals, I want to increase the income to me from my business by 50%. Boosted it a lot, which was kind of forced <laughs> forced to because of interest rate rises last year. So yeah, would like to grow that and not spend it all on mortgages. That would be really, really nice this year. And want to feel like we're on track to buy our house in Sydney. So Wade and I are just talking about the different kind of routes for how we would do that. And also, you know, do we actually want to do that? So yeah, to have made a decision on whether or not we will do that or if we will continue renting in Sydney. I want to start a share portfolio. I've been talking about doing this. This is a goal that just doesn't happen and it needs to happen this year. So I really just want to diversify my assets and my cash flow. So a share portfolio and want to add significantly to our savings as well. So the financial goals, travel goals. So it's funny, this was probably my biggest list of goals in 2023. And God knows I ticked through it. I traveled so much last year. It was incredible. And I think what really, and I've said this to Wade and he agrees, that I think going somewhere for the time that we did, you know, we spent just under a year in Spain, you see life as a tourist, like you go and you try and do new things and because you, you know that you're not going to be there forever. So I really want to take that energy into going back to Sydney. So for example, 
Tasmania, I haven't been to Tasmania yet. And just having that get up and go and you think, oh, life is busy. We don't have time to go away. But actually, I really learned last year in 2023 when you prioritize it and you've almost like got a list of places that you do want to tick through that you make it happen. And that's where I'm coming from with those family adventures within my family goals as well. So I've only got actually got three travel goals this year. So I want to go on a girls trip. So I actually traveled with friends a lot in 2023, mostly going to visit friends, but obviously had five days in Bali with Stace as well, which was incredible. So I want to have a girls trip. So that's three nights away. And I'll explain a little bit more about who, who I want to be on that trip in a minute. My second goal is to have a Bali family holiday. So Wade and the kids are going to join me after my Bali retreat in May. So we're going to have a week-long family holiday in Bali then. And the kids, well, Lexi loves Bali. I think Wade loves Bali, or Wilder loves Bali as well. So that'll be really special. And I want to get to Tasmania. Dying to go to Tasmania. My ops manager, Sam, actually lives in Tasmania. <laughs> and I've actually got a mentee there as well. So yeah, really, really want to make that happen. And my goals at Wade, so Wade and I actually need to work more on our own goals together. So obviously so many of the the financial goals and the travel goals are shared and the community goals, but we've got one goal that we want to have a trip together. So we want to just do a really cozy, like love nest trip to the Blue Mountains. It's somewhere that we always used to visit a lot before we had kids. I think we've taken Lexi there once. And so yeah, we want to have a real love nest. We'd like to design this whole like love nest weekend that we want to have. So I want to do that. And then obviously the rest of the goals are, are quite shared as well. But we need to actually do a little bit more work on our shared goals. I think we spend so much effort on all the other areas. <laughs> We're like, oh, what are our joint goals for our, our relationship as opposed to kind of joint goals that we want to make happen. So that area definitely needs some more work and some more discussion as well when we're finessing them together. Giving back, I want to increase my charity donations by 50%. So I want to grow that one quite quite significantly. And I tend to make all my charity donations to, to share the dignity, which I really, really love and get behind a lot. Something else I'd love to do is to create a special event, like to host a charity event within my business. So I'm playing for a while around like a live podcast event whereby like it's a live podcast recording. I've seen quite a few people do them. They look super fun. Yeah. So just playing with that or like, could it be like a one day business conference, for example, where I join together with a couple of other kind of people in a similar space and all the proceeds go to charity, just fiddling with that. But I would really love to make that happen. Friends and community goals are next up. So I want to have a close group of 10 girlfriends. So I've probably got, well, Julie's now left, but I'd probably have four close like besties in Sydney. So I want to extend that. So no one's being kicked out (laughs) of the bestie bus, but I want to grow that. And I feel like I've got like these core besties who know exactly what's going on all the time, at least most of the time. And then I've got almost like two levels out. I've got beautiful acquaintances who I actually feel like I've got a really strong soul connection with, like they're women that I would have like invited to my 40th birthday party, but then we might not see each other all year. So I really want to draw those women closer, if that makes sense. So those women who I love spending time with, and we say, oh, we should go for a coffee, but how about you? Oh, no, we'll go, we'll do six months. Like, it's just annoying. So what I want to create is Fun Friday. And this is the last Friday of every month. So my aim is to... I've only got one mentee who I'll be seeing on a Friday, but beyond that, and that'll only be once a month, I want to have my Fridays pretty, pretty free from work or like just wrapping up loose ends work. And then from lunchtime then is my tank filling time. And on the last Friday of every month, it's going to fun Friday. So this is a group of women who I say, hey, you didn't ask to be here, but you're in my fun Friday gang. 
and I have created like the the fun Friday in January is going to be the manly to spit walk and then lunch at this cafe for example February is going to be a private room with a fire infrared sauna and cold plunge and March is going to be this so just let me know if you want to come this is roughly how much it's be it'll be I can even engage my team to kind of help with the coordination of it and then it's you know who wants to come comes and hopefully then those women will bring someone and it's just a way of like extending my network and as I said bringing bringing those women closer so that's something that it's actually probably my goal I'm most excited about is that one and that's probably a product of having pretty much no friends in Spain all last year so I'm really really excited for that one and that girls trip for example would be like an extended on Friday group outing so I'm really really excited for that one and I really want to give time to the community like whether that's at Lexi School, like volunteering in some capacity at Lexi School, just really investing in community. And I think I tend to run the story of, oh, I'm too busy running my business and, you know, looking after my two kids to do that. But the thing is, these things only work because people generously give of their time to, to do them. And I think it would be a great way of just yeah, connecting us more with community. And the fact is, next year, I'm going to be working less than ever the way I've engineered my business next year. So there is time and it's something that I want to prioritize my time to, to do and make happen. Okay, development. So this is personal and professional development. Goals for this year are to work with two coaches. So I've worked with one coach. I'm halfway through my, my six-month container with her, which has been amazing. So I'm just thinking about, you know, what do I want this year to look like? And I, I like the idea of kind of drawing from a couple of different people. So that is one of my goals. Next thing is to have a reading list of 20 plus books. So these are, I've got so many books that I want to read and just to have like a centralized Google sheet with those and tick through them, giving myself lots of space. You know, I could probably read 30, 35 books in, in a year, particularly with audiobooks thrown into the mix. But these are like my non-negotiables. Like I need to read these 20 books and then there's interesting books I want to read in between. Then that's completely fine. And as I said, this is kind of an overlap with my profile building. I want to attend two conferences as an attendee or, you know, ideally a speaker. And then I also get to attend. And I also want to go to 10 educational or networking events as well. So, yes, some overlap there with my business goals. Health wise, I want to build on my strength training. So I touched on the incredible trainer, John, that I worked with in Spain, who I absolutely adored. So goal is to find another PT who pushes me hard and lift heavy. And I'm not really into, I've learned that resistance training has been amazing, but I really like lifting heavier and heavier, heavier weights. I, I really want to do that and really grow my strength. Um, yoga twice a week. So excited to get back to my yoga studio. Oh my God. I am like hankering for a really strong 90 minute vinyasa class. And just to know, you know, those studios where you know how you're going to feel when you walk out. I didn't find that in Spain. I found it in Bali, but I didn't find that in Spain. So yeah, I'm so excited. So that's that's four exercise sessions. I normally do five. I could even do six. But yeah, if I think if I really, really strong PT, strong, like heavy strength training twice a week, yoga twice a week, and then obviously walks with friends because I'll have friends again. And then, yeah, if there's another yoga in there, then that would be that would be amazing. Um, have a naturopath MOT. So I did this as part of my glow up at the end of 2022. So I'm already booked in with my naturopath when I get back to Sydney. Just do the full bloods, check what's working, you know, what needs some support and just know that I'm on the right protocol and getting that support that I need. And I also slight overlap at tank filling, but there's an incredible masseuse in Balmain who my PT back in, um, in Sydney got me onto. She's like booked out for like a year in advance. She's incredible. But yeah, want to book a session with her a month in advance. <laughs> so I can game with her. I think the first session I had with her was like 8 a.m. or 7 a.m. on a Sunday. I think I had to see her just to get in with her. She's incredible. 
Um, so yeah, they're my health goals for this year. And then other goals, have a monthly facial and also like really get in with like a, I don't know, I had a recommendation a couple of years ago from a friend who looks incredible for her age. Well, she just looks incredible. And then you find out what age she is and you kind of almost fall over. So I don't know, would that be a dermatologist she sees? She sent me his name a couple of years ago. But yeah, just to kind of get in with a proper face person and just know that I'm looking after my face and looking as young as I can, basically. That's another goal. I want to have a kick-ass classic luxe wardrobe. So this is Wade and I are actually very big on this for this year, like really focusing on classics. I've got my style muse or icon. Uh, you may have come across it's a new book that I, I really want to read. I'm reading a book at the moment called The Curated Closet. And it's all about having a capsule wardrobe, but not like, you know, have black pants and a crisp white shirt. It's actually designing a capsule wardrobe with you and your lifestyle and your, your own personal taste in mind. So, yes. I want to start buying pieces. So rather than buying a pair of shoes that are, you know, nice and they're $150. And if there's a really beautiful pair that are maybe more designer end, and I know that I'll still have them in 10, 12 years time, that's how I want to be buying. Stacy, my bestie, is really good at that, actually. So that's a big goal is to have that almost like that shopping list or that target list and just gradually start to build that wardrobe. Really excited about that one. I know a car I want to buy when we go back to Sydney. So that's very much on the, the goals list. And oh, this is another one. My grandmother left me a, a necklace. It's got a very, it's a gold necklace. It's a long, long chain. And it's got a little figurine of a dog because she bred and was, yeah, absolutely obsessed with dogs. And it's very heavy. It's actually quite a lot of gold in it, but I just don't wear it because it's too heavy and it's just not a necklace that I would go and buy. So one of my goals this year is to take that necklace into the jeweler where we bought my 10 year anniversary ring and ask Victoria what she could do with the gold and get a, a different necklace designed. So yeah, that's a really nice goal that I'm excited to create as well. And it's funny because I talked to my mom and a couple of my aunties back in Dublin. I was like, oh, I really want to do this. Would Nana be okay with this? And they were like, oh yeah. So that's actually how she created all that jewellery, those little dog figurines, because she got a few of them made, was that she actually used to buy like a lot of gold jewellery at auctions and she had a lot of family jewellery passed on to her. So she actually got all the gold melted down and made into things that she wanted. So I quite like the idea of then that gold becomes my, my creation as well. So that's my goals. I was only going to share some of them, but I've actually ended up sharing all of them. <laughs> Just pretty fun. That was pretty efficient. So yeah, as I said, the intention here was to create massive public accountability for myself, but also to give you some inspo as well. I know a lot of my mentees like me to share what my goals are when, when we're creating their goals with them, just as inspo and a bit of a benchmark. I'm not saying that you want to aim for mine as the benchmark, but just kind of a bit of context, I guess, as to what goals can be for others as well. Now, I need to wrap this up now because I need to go back and prepare dinner back in my sister's house for, for all the family. It's our last dinner. Oh, we'll have a quick dinner tomorrow night before the airport, but a nice relaxed dinner tonight. So thank you for listening to this week's episode. And just a quick reminder that my goal setting and goal getting playbook is available just until the Sunday for the very, 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 very special price of just $29. So even if you're not planning on doing goal setting for the next couple of months, or it's just something you'd like to have in your back pocket for the rest of the year, would really, really suggest you invest in it. It works, <laughs> I guess is what I'm saying. So thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. Apologies if the sound quality wasn't quite what it normally is, because yeah, as I said, I'm recording here on my phone as opposed to the whole mic setup. But sending love. I hope your goal setting is going super well. And I'm just really excited to have this year with you again on the podcast. Thank you for being part of it. And I'll chat to you again in next week's episode. 
I loved having you join me for this week's episode. Please do connect with me on Instagram at Lorraine Murphy Mentor and visit my website lorrainemurphy.com.au for tons of free resources and my reading list of all my favorite books. It would mean the absolute world if you could subscribe and share episodes you love with those that you love. Thank you for listening. Thank you.